What is going on, folks? We are back. The doors are open to the Old Man's Cantina. I am your host once again, Old Man Logan76, and with me is the Immortal One, Kane. And once again, proud, happy, good guy, the co-host of Hollow Table News Network, Mr. Pico Burrito. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. So you guys, the, the old Saturday Night Live bit where they talked about like the, the five times host, like we've been on for five times, he gave me the jacket and it was like, you know, Tom Hanks and all that stuff. Like I'm too away from like starting the five times host or co-host club. Like that that's what I'm aiming for. All right. So that that that's I expect a special jacket when that happens. I you know, a special green room for me to hang out in before the show, but but it's getting close. Would you would you settle <laughs> for would you settle for a number two pencil with your name on it? Yes, absolutely. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> Can't no, sharpen I was, it much. I was about to tell you after the show, Kane. Uh, we we need to go find a tailor and get Pico's size at some point. The man wants a jacket. We'll give him a jacket. <laughs> um, but no. Um, once again, once again, the old man's cantina. Here we are, Pico. Thanks for coming. Before we get into anything, um, happy holidays to everybody. We're kicking off the silly season. Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Everybody. Um. Everybody, please have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Um, be with family. Put this put this shit down. Unless you're like getting your 400 in Fleet Arena, you might want that. But you know, there's always an excuse for something. But other than that, leave this alone. Um, I hope you guys. I'm sh- I'm sure um, all of you have Turkey Day planned. So everyone enjoy. So. We had a we had a road ahead, gentlemen. We did, yeah, we did. Uh, uh, how long? When did that drop? How many days ago was that? Oh I think shit! That was seven. I think it came out Wednesday last six six. It was Wednesday last week. It did. It was the day after our last show that hit. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> All right. So it um it dropped, and there's some very very interesting so there's some goodies in here now i know this this road ahead has been met with some skepticism there's been some people that have not been happy at least i i mean i haven't really it's just things that i've read or heard um overall before i kind of deep dive in some some of the topics that i i thought were interesting pico what were your thoughts on this this road ahead was this was this a good road ahead or was this 40 miles of bad road uh it, it was great in, in fact uh you know sarah actually always comes up with the the titles for our episodes and and we got to cover this last week um and we were trying to find a a, a name for the episode that wasn't like this is awesome and and we we landed on i dare you to complain like it, that that's kind of the way that i'm looking at it like i find this to be an uncomplainable road ahead. And I know that there's a little bit of pieces, but uh, territory battles is great. We saw some character news. Uh, the gear change, again, I think kind of came out of left field for a lot of people. And I think that's a, such a huge, huge uh, benefit to the community. And I think it's going to have a huge payoff. Um, but, but in general, uh, you know, we normally get a real big announcement in November that's tied to the anniversary. And I, I think that this is 
this kind of exceeded what I was hoping for in kind of the November announcement. Yeah, I would, I would, I would definitely agree with that. Um, what do you think, Kane? Oh, overall, before I go into the deep dive of some of the different things on it, you know, again, um, you're actually really enjoying your Swiggo experience so far. You've gotten, I mean. Dude, it's not at the point where you're texting me in the middle of my workday going, yo, I just did this in GAC. And so what did you think of the road ahead? Uh, I'm stoked because, like, I'm not able to farm. I'm not able to farm all the jobber requirements and shit like that yet. So it has actually turned out to be really fucking cool for me because I can I can get my... Uh, my black chrysanthemum shards. Uh, the double gear drops are really going to help me with my grind for JML. That that is yeah. that shit is keeping me. Oh, I'm, four, I'm four days. Four days of double drops is a. Let's see. I'm also stoked right, for the. I'm also stoked for the relic packs. The the yep. relic packs because that's all I have left for JML is my relics. But the double drops is going to help me farm up my gas at the same time, which I'm on the last battle of my gas now. I'm uh, I'm actually uh, gearing up my Grievous, my Grievous squad. Once my Grievous squad is geared up, I've, I'm going to have my gas. Yeah, I that that I want you to stream that one. That that was a uh... that was a fun event. It was a fun event, but man, that was. one was not not fun. I I, I remember I actually uh, got my gas in the San Jose Milipitas Airport um, at like <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, trying to fly back from from uh, meetings in California. So, that sounds like the opening of a bad joke. I got my gas <laughs> in an airport. <laughs> That's <I> see, <laughs> that was good though. Like I said, I'm I'm stoked about the road ahead, and I'm hoping that everybody gives such good reviews on this that those double drops don't just kind of fall off after four days, you know, extend, extend a gear change from it. Give us, give us something good like that for the anniversary as well. You know what I mean? So, I, I mean, to, because you actually haven't been through a double drop yet. I mean, no, to, no. to get an idea of what, what, the, what the gear drop, the gear changes are going to look like, yeah. the gear changes are going to look like that four day window when we've got double drops going on for you. So like that that'll that'll be actually really cool for you because you haven't seen that like a little bit of the taste of kind of what that's gonna run through the whole thing. Oh the the, the next episode when after you know this little four days of double drops, you guys are gonna see me, I'm gonna look like a fucking zombie. Because I'm gonna stay <laughs> up and just keep playing and farming as much as I possibly can. Well, you're free to play. You're gonna hit a crystal threshold where you go, yeah. Well, this just isn't worth it. Yeah, yeah. See, that's, yeah. that's the best part about me. So the last time that I showed my account to you, I was sitting at 50, like 5,200 shards. Right? 5,200 5, crystals. Crystal. Crystal. Yeah, crystals. Yeah. You keep getting... Yeah, so, and this, this was a week ago, right? Yes. No, I believe that was a week. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a nice little that, pile right there. Yeah, what's that top number saying? That's a week. Okay. Well, double drops, you're ready to uh, improve some stuff. Oh, yes, sir. I told but you. Now that, that we, uh, 
yeah. But now when we mention that, let me um, Pico these uh, inbox inbox gift contents for the anniversary. Yep, that's comparable to last year. It is, and in fact, it's it's actually more Zeta mats than what we normally get because it's normally twenty. Yeah, we got uh, twenty five, and and I think it's more. I think we got more current character shards than what we normally get. One Omicron, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm holding my breath. I'm hoping it's a whole it's a whole Omicron and it was a typo or something. Ability that material Omicron times one. But hey, I would have been very upset if I did not get my Clone Wars Chewbacca shards. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I mean, and it's, you know, Logan, like things like the, the Omega mats, you know, 15 Omega mats. I, there was a point in my in my SWGOH career that fifteen of those coming in were almost as valuable as those Zeta mats and, and getting abilities from from that side. So I mean, again, like I think it, I think we forget how great a lot of things in in this are because again we don't see it a lot. And but I I think it's again I think it's going to be a, a nice little influx for a lot of people. No, I I think this uh this inbox gift content th- this is going to give. Like Kane, especially, yeah, an opportunity right then and there to focus down on a character that they may have wanted to get to a couple relics higher, yep, and really create more of a solid team. And bang, it's it's literally been it's been given to them. Like Kane, for you, these rewards. I mean, even I mean, yeah, Pico and I are we're not going to say no, but for you, this shit is outstanding. Actually, oh. when I looked at this, I, I didn't realize the the relic material in here is actually pretty nice too. Yeah, the signal data they give you yeah. is decent. Yes, which is good because I got to bring <laughs> Bougie Lay at a five, and I'm about <laughs> dry. This is actually good for me. I need this right now. Like, I, I was serious when I said that I'm I'm stoked for the road of he- road ahead. It's going to help me tremendously. Yep, so we went we went over all that that free stuff. That's going to be really really good. But let's let's get into something kind of juicy here, which was this new territory battle update. Um, so excited! Obviously, we know what it's going to consist of. It's light, dark, mixed territories. The big thing that I wanted to focus on was the expected guild uh, guild strength, which. It said um, Max Stars, Max Stars GOTB, twenty light. Yep. High end guilds are more likely going to be doing this two times a month. They're not yep. going to. They're not going to deviate from anything but this. Um, what do you think? I mean, obviously, a player where I'm at was and where you're at. We're going to be doing this twice a month. This is now going to yeah. be the new standard. Where is this going to point someone in Kane's position to go? With the emphasis of, you know, getting to that point where you can max star those and yet move on to the new one. What does this? What does this say to Kane? So I, I think there's there's two things we need answers to on this. The the first is. Uh, what's the what's the payouts look like um, for the new territory battle? So it, it is if if I'm at twenty and, and thirty one, if I go to the next territory battle and I 
I do terrible. Is my payout the same or better? And if the paint, you know, kind of like it is in Conquest, where if you go from normal into hard, as long as you get the first box in hard, it's it's worth it to to kind of go ahead. I think we need to make sure that 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 kind of line is is drawn in the sand. And it was between Hoth and and, and GOTB, but the bigger question, and we don't have an answer to this, is what are they going to do with Watt, and what are they going to do with Cam? Because in particular with Watt, because he's he's a requirement. I, I believe he's a requirement for Kenobi. He is. So I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, that, go ahead. That's you know, kind of kind of managing that, and, and we're seeing you know, I have a couple of discords that I'm in, and I've, I've seen people say like you know they're they're a hundred shards away, and but they they're at the right GP level. They just you know, look, Cam is a difficult mission that a lot of people just don't care to put the effort into, and that, that that's fine, but. What are they going to do to kind of solve that problem? Is it going to be solved with Get? Are they going to do the, you know, the bounty hunter? Um, I know they're not the assault battles, but the the bounty hunter missions where you can get those those shards for like Rolo and IPD. Uh, it's the Wampa mission that everyone kind of goes and does at the end. Um, yeah. So I I think that that's going to be, you know, what are what are they going to do so that people can still unlock those characters? What I what I wonder is if we're going to see. You know, people stick with dark side territory battles to get Watt because it's 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 a hard requirement. Um, and then is it light side actually the one that they pivot to one because light side is just a bit of a slog. And Cam's a really good character, but he's not needed for anything right now. And, and you know, so is, if if Cam is a, is a is a really good character, but but Reva's a needed character. Do we go to ter- you know? Do we go to to do that at least once a month? But I think people are going to have to figure out what. My concern with with the Watt piece though is what happens if someone can't get them because now you've un- now you've locked a, a, a galactic legend, and that's a problem. No, absolutely. I always I always felt that I always felt that Cam was a luxury tone. Yeah, it's like it was it was it. It was just a luxury. It was a. It was a. It was. He's nice to have. He's not like game changing, but he's a nice little tool in yeah. the toolbox. Where Watt, Watt can do some work. Yep. Watt does work in a lot of different modes and a lot of different ways. GAC. I mean, just everything. Um. So. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just. I kind of feel like. The way this new TB has been laid out and how they want to do it, it's it's almost in a way like they've they've told even the broader community, pe- people even like at uh, Kane's GP, even lower, early game to mid game. This is the event that you are a, a eventually going to want to aspire to and move to, and for you to be successful in these events, you're going to need things like. Inquisitors, they're yep. they're gonna be needed. It's it are it it says it in the road ahead. You you need the scythe. You need full inqui- the grand inquisitor. You're gonna need. So there's that, and then you look at some of the. <laughs> they went into characters that are going to be useful in different territories. And Kane, did you read this list? No, but some no. of these that. That are are going to be like really good in this. No, no. So I did <laughs> you know, not read some, the list. 
oh, there are some randos in here. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> but but there, there's a silver lining, especially for light side. Um, if you have profundity, you have a Relic 9 Radis. If you have a Relic 9 Radis, then your Gen Urso and K2SO are in good yeah. shape. And that's going to be a solid team for that, for at least that part of the event for you. Yeah, it, it's it's an interesting list of characters, and, and you know, on, on the map and, and what we're looking at here, my opinion or kind of my my guess, this is the last territory battle map we will ever get, because the idea is is that the way that it's laid out, because I'm not tied to a theme, I can take Kashyyyk out and I can put Hoth as a planet in, and then I can change it up by swapping out planets, like kind of like how we we do with um, the the Galactic Challenges, where yeah. you know, Galactic Challenge happens on a planet and it moves out. So I, I think the map will stay the same. Um, the characters are interesting. Uh, that that Bodhi Rook, I mean, that that screams throw an Omicron on me and give me a little bit of a kit refresh and, and see what happens. You know, I, I, no, I just can't. I can't. I can't do it. I don't have... <laughs> I'm on the job of chase. I can't do it. I don't yeah. have resources. I just, I can't. It looks, I mean, I saw Bodie Rook and I actually really liked him in that movie. And I like the actor yeah. that played him. And I've read his kit and just always scratch my head and go, you should just be so much better. Yep. <laughs> you should have a ship of some sort. Uh, I don't care if it's a cargo ship. You just ram into shit. I'll just take another ship. I'm looking. Um, I'm looking at those names of the characters and shit now. Um, rebellious persistence. I thought in light side was really good. Yeah, mixed. Obviously, if you have Jabba, Hondo, Doctor Afra, that's going to be a while. Which, like you said, this is probably the new format to stay. They may yeah. change some things, planets, maybe how some of the uh, battles work. They might even they they might change the characters. I mean, I don't see how that going to change like that. Or is is this set? All the characters we're going over is this set? I think this is set. I, I think what's going to happen is they're going to they're going to create a, a theme where, where I just said they're they're not tied to a theme. Like they're tied to a theme in Geonosis because it's on Geonosis. Right. Like I can't just lift all of that out and put bounty hunters there. That that doesn't make sense. But you know, I, I think they they came up with the theme. They gave us a time frame that it's, this is from you know. Uh, Revenge of the Jedi to to Rogue One and that that time that time period in between there. So it's like all the themes are going to be fair game in that area. But I, I think that they could then, you know, let, let's say that we get uh, a bunch of uh, High Republic characters, you know, so a thousand thousand years in the in the past, they could build that content around that. I think that they need to to kind of flesh out what that looks like a little bit, uh, you know. My my take on on this has always been, and it's a couple of things. Uh, the first time I actually ever got on a podcast was to talk about territory battles way back really? when the Galactic War reports uh, a long time ago, and it was because I, I was in Guild Chat talking about this idea that. Well, hold on, I don't mean yeah. to interrupt. You said you yeah. did that with Galactic War report. Yeah, so I, I, I was like in, those guys. Yeah, I was in a, a guild with with John and Sean for for years. Uh, really? So yeah, so it's the guild that uh, Sig Sig is the leader of. I was with those guys for a long time, and they they brought me on one day because I said something interesting in guild chat, 
and then we turned it into an episode. And, and what it was is this idea that the way that I approach territory battles is to just try and do one more wave than I did the previous territory battle. So it's it's and it was part of it was we were struggling a little bit with with the G, the switch to geo because things got harder. And I'm like, look, it's not about being perfect every time out. It's if I got 16 waves this month, figure out what I did well build those teams that I need and try to get 17 waves the next month. And if everybody in the guild gets one more wave on top of that, what that turns into is 50 waves across the board. And then as that piles on, you just start to see these incremental changes. So we kind of had this rallying cry around one more wave. And that was kind of what we kind of built ourselves off of from that standpoint. Now, it'll be a little different in this territory battle because we're only two waves for, per fight. But it's the same thing is that understand we're going to suck when this thing comes out. It's going to be hard. And, and part I have of no it, doubt. I have no doubt. We're, we're going to get our asses handed yeah. to us. Look at, look at these light side characters. And, and even if they gave us all Omicrons and they're all super powered characters, you know, for like, you know, Jin, K2, Old Ben, and Bodhi. If you look at Geo, we have those hero characters. Most of them we don't even use anymore because we've gotten so much better characters and they've been more aligned to where things are. So it's, you know, the idea like the, sorry, I'm going to, I love territory battles. I'm going to go off on a tangent for a second. So like the idea that that the the Jedi Knight Luke team, which is phenomenal in territory battles. All right. It really is. It's it's a phenomenal team there, but I guarantee the team that's going to fail first is going to be that Jedi Knight Luke team because they want us to change up what we're doing. So part of this is we're all going to get slapped in the face by a two by four next month when we bring in the, the, the shit that always works, that no longer works. And then we got to go figure out new teams. And then we're going to get new characters over the next couple of years. And all of a sudden it's like we're going to retire something and we're going to bring the new, the, you know, the new sets of teams in. And, and that's what I kind of love about this con- content. But that's where this whole idea of one more wave comes in because we're going to get incremental inc- increases through the game, and we're going to be able to kind of get a little bit, just a little bit better every month. I, I, I absolutely. I think I think what I like about it the most is the layout, the three different sectors. But yep. as you said, there there's going to be teams and and the last experiences that we've had that are just not. It's just not going to fly. Yep. Um, CG has now given us a new mode where we are basically on the offensive, hitting a fortified position, and we are now going to have to play chess with this until we figure out what works properly in yep. each sector, and that is going to take time. And yeah, um, I just I, I have to say for those players out there that focus all their omicrons like me on GAC, we depending on what the reward package looks like in this event may determine what some people do with their resources here in the future. Well, think about yeah. Go ahead, King. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, my my bad. But I was I was gonna just say that you know with this new territory battle coming, this is more. This is more aligned to the high-end players. You know, I, I, I understand that I have, you know, I've got Jen Erso, I've got K2, Old Ben, and I've even got Bodie Rook. But Jabba the Hutt, I don't have one guy in my yeah. guild has Jabba. Wait a minute. Nev relicked Bodie Rook? No, no, he, he didn't relic him. He didn't relic him. Oh. I'm saying I have, I have Bodie. Yeah. Like, what? 
Uh, hell, my uh, my Gen Urso, I believe, is gear twelve. Yeah, that's not a bad place to be. But you know, I mean, I might do really well on the light side, and I oh, I have a Sokatano Fulcrum. I want Afra. I want Afra like really bad, but I know that I'm not gonna be ready because of what I'm what I'm seeking and you know fighting and shit for now. But this is yeah. th- this is good because a lot of the high end players and in game players, you know, they've been kind of on the back burner. Even whenever they drop these new these new GLs, things like that, it is something for you guys. But this is something for you guys. Yeah. Like this is something so, to keep you guys interested. Everything before this that that has dropped since I've been playing has been kind of okay, here's something else for me to work for. Here's something for you guys to, you know, casually farm and work towards and get shit up like that. But this is actually for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, somebody somebody in Kane's game position that doesn't even have a legend yet, this this is something that is just now out of his reach. It It, it is, but I, but I think that, that I, I think we forget getting to 31 stars in dark side territory battles really wasn't that difficult getting to 20 star and and, and sarah actually went back and, and looked because she keeps meticulous records of all this stuff but um, God, yeah she does <laughs> we hit 31 stars on dark and 20 stars on light in the same month so like it was it was this kind of this weird thing that that the the recommended recommended level that they're talking about we actually hit those at the same time so it, it seems like it's 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 right from that that standpoint uh, but I, I think again, and I think CG is going to do something to make Watt and Cam available so that we get people out of the, the older territory battles faster that, you know, sooner that rather than later. But I think we're going to see more groups kind of shift over this way. Uh, you, you mentioned the, the, the territory battle Omicrons and let's talk a little bit about usage math for a minute. So territory wars Omicrons, I use four times a month. That's that's the most that I can get out of them. So GAC Omicrons, the most that I can get out of them on a monthly basis is nine times a month. All right. Prior to this territory battle, the most you could get out of a territory battle Omicron was four uses a month. Potentially, if you were in, in Hoth or, or, or the Hoth stuff, you could get more, but I, that was probably a bad resource. Now that we go to six phases and we run it twice a month, you're using those Omicrons 12 times a month. Like all of a sudden, just, just from, a, from a usage perspective, those Omicrons become the most valuable. I think they become the most valuable because they're the most usable. You're going to get the most use out of those, those territory battle Omicrons. Now the new TV. In the new TV. Oh, yeah. oh, in in a pure math standpoint, absolutely. Yeah. You're using those more. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do we need them or not? I don't. I don't know. And it's you know, it's it's also it's only two waves, uh, but I, I think it's going to be easier to justify the TB Omnicrons going into the new one as opposed to to where we're at right now, where they were luxury and kind of fun for a lot of people. Yeah, no, they are. They're the most valuable. They're the most. They're the most valuable resource in the game. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, so in oh god collected heroes so 
and this is where you know Kanan said that this event is really a lot more for the end game players. And when you look at some of the you know character packages and the different light mix, dark side, generoso, K2SO, that obviously leads towards profundity, mixed, Job of the Hut, Hondo, Dr. Afra. I mean, those there's a character in there that nobody even has yet. Yeah. Dark side, it's all Inquisitors, and I have a confession to make. My Gar Saxon's relic. He's relic oh, yeah. five. And uh yeah. <laughs> Don't like I was I was I was drunk in a bar in Singapore and I thought putting Gar Saxon to relic five was a good idea. <laughs> so let's just not I don't even want to talk about that story. I was blackout drunk. I don't know. But better than, better than getting that, gas. That, that, that was hysterical when I read that. You know, <laughs> you you drunk in a bar in Singapore is very unbelievable. Now, I had you said, had you said like no shit there I was balls deep in a turtle. I would have believed well, no, that. If I, if I said at one point I was hammered drunk in a bar in Honolulu, that would have been more accurate because yeah, that's actually fair. Um, but yeah, Director Krennic, I, I don't know why I thought bringing Director Krennic to Relics was a good idea, but I got him. I don't know why I did it, but he's there. You know, can, I, I remember can, bringing him to to 12 for Dark side Hoth, and then realizing he was a giant turd, and that didn't happen. That didn't do anything. Yeah. Oh, so, he's so bad. Full, full confession here, and I feel really, re- I felt really, really shitty for doing this up till now. I almost have enough of his shards to seven star him. I haven't even unlocked him. Director Krennic? Yeah. I'm I'm I'm, yes. I'm like not I'm not shitting you. You know, I think way back in the day it was it was something about his kit that interacted with Dark Trooper that I just thought was cool. Yeah. And I'd actually started working on him and I brought him to like gear eleven. And then I don't know. I just I I brought I I don't know. I brought him to relics. Um so anyway, for TB, I'm not going to go over the platoon bonuses. That's way too much rating, and I don't <laughs> care that much right now. If you want to read that, folks, you can find it. Um, so we kind of went over Collected Heroes. Now, Pico, this this was a topic that when I, when I read this road ahead, I went, ooh, this is going to be a fun conversation. So they bring up Third Sister. Yep. And you from... Being with uh, Sarah on HNN and having you on this show previously, you did you you directed my trajectory to focus on Inquisitors, and they are they're ready. They've been ready. They've been ready for two plus months. It's driving me, you know, just to go into grind my gears real quick. The fact that they put out the Grand Inquisitor event thirty like over thirty days. I wanted to hang them. They really, I got to look at this every day, but so Reva, um, you love Inquisitors. I now love Inquisitors. We don't have a kit, but from what they're talking about, this could be really ugly. And what are your thoughts? Yeah. On it? So, so 
two, two things on this. It, it's interesting we got like, we didn't even get the the developer insights for these kits. We got like rough outs of Afro. We got rough outs of, of Reba. So we don't really know how it's going to interact. The two things that, that stuck out to me is uh, she's a leader. And I know they're all leaders, but this one smells a little different. <laughs> you know, that, that, that she's a leader in this case. Uh, and, and, but smells of old Republic Sith energy. Yeah. It, and one, I think it's, it's, it's look folks, spoilers. If you haven't seen Kenobi yet, why are you even listening? I mean, come on, but, uh, That's it, it's, true. if you're listening to this shit, you better have watched that. It, it's interesting. Like, I, I kind of feel like that, that, you're gonna you're gonna argue whether it's Reva or Grand Inquisitor as the leader because they were vying for the lead of the Inquisitorius in the show. They were. They uh, were. She she's a tank. Um and, and so she's a tank and just like just like on the show, you're gonna kill her and she's gonna come back from the dead, and then she's gonna get Scion's hatred, which means when you kill her, she's gonna come back from the dead one more time. And so that's you got to kill her three times. I mean, that that's, that's in what we don't know is, can she get hatred back? Yes. Because Darth Sion's kit is very clear as to what that does. Yeah. Um, the other piece, and we were talking about this before the show. And I, I yep. this is the one that I just love is, uh, there is no concept of building up stacks of purge. When she's the leader, you come out six stacks of purge across the board. With Grand Inquisitor, with it was yeah. So it's got to be Grand Inquisitor. So he's gonna yep. have to take a back seat to Reva. Which again, I love that idea that he's got it. He's got to play behind her. Yeah, but yeah. they're gonna come out. She's gonna come out swinging with with that team. And I I think that that's gonna be super interesting. What becomes a little so so the couple of other things are um, we now have two Inquisitors that are off to the side. So who falls out? And I think that's got to be Ninth Sister. <sighs> Do you know where Ninth Sister slots in? Beautifully. Just beautifully. Lord Vader. Just go put him on, go put him with Lord, put her with Lord Vader. And she just, well, she's got a daze. She is tanky beyond belief. So you stack her with Royal Guard, you do Krennic, and you do Maul, or not Krennic, you do Thrawn, and you do Maul, and just say, good luck. But you know, yeah, start putting, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Start you putting, know, you know, in extra inquisitors, yeah, put yeah. them on a Lord Vader team, they'll work just, just fine. The other is there's a rumor flying around that there's a seventh, not inquisitor, but but tied to that kind of whole thing that's going to come to the game. And now, if I've got seven, can I start building maybe an inquisitor slash empire team and, and start breaking them off into two teams and doing some interesting stuff with it? So. So with with Reva as nasty as we think she's going to be, and the, the fact that they they gave her a piece of Darth Sion's kit, I, yeah. a she's now a relic nine candidate. Yep, like without a doubt that that's you know you get her eventually. That's a relic nine without a, without a doubt. Um, where Kane's at with all the writings that have been on the wall, and they've been blatant. Are Inquisitors something that people at mid-game, early going on mid-game, where Kane is at, um, 
Are Inquisitors something he needs to start keeping in the back of his head? So, this is a timing conversation. Um, so, you know, Kane, the first time uh, I, I was on the show, you know, we, we talked about Starkiller. And, and all of a sudden, we're starting to see accelerated character shards on this Starkiller team, which makes a lot of sense to, like, Chase now, just from a timing perspective. Well, what followed Starkiller this year was the Inquisitors. You know, we got we got second sister. The, the, again, it's it, it's crazy the way you remember things. Uh, I remember the release of her ship because I was standing in the dark, shoveling snow, listening to Sarah and Sergi do a kit read on the the tie interceptor. So, <laughs> I remember you know, that episode. So so it's it's in Ohio. So it was sometime between December and March is when we got second sister and that ship. So we're going to start seeing an accelerated you know release of those shards in the next six months so it, it almost feels like you know this is a role star killer to into the inquisitors and and maybe squeeze a galactic legend in there as well you know if, if you can make that happen but uh i, I think that mid-game i think it's hard to to especially again until we get a handle on on what the the gear changes do to getting people to get teams up yeah, it, it, it's hard to make a recommendation to someone to to do something that's not accelerated when accelerated teams can actually have an impact on on where you sit. Uh, you know, so you know, do I think that Inquisitors are going to be better than the Star Killer team? I don't know, but it's hard for me to tell you. You can get the Star Killer team so much faster. So get it there. Get it in the Grand Arena. Get it in the Territory Wars. You'll be able to use that mix and match team with Starkiller now in that middle territory. So all of a sudden, you've got a really probably got a really good territory battle team, provided they don't take away all the tunes with platoons. But um, I, I think it, it's going to be a spring of Inquisitors. I think for the mid game is is where it's going to start looking like in, in a lot of those cases. And it did say Reva's Omicrons and Grand Arena yeah. will rival Galactic Legends. Doesn't say beat. Yep. Let's get that. Learned a lesson. Yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> God, what a shit storm that created. I love. I, I. I was. I loved listening to other content creators talk about that. That was that was a funny time yeah. in Galaxy Heroes because I, I read the writing on the wall with that one. I went, guys, this is no. So uh, I do. I mean, I, I I do have I do have to bring this up. And like I said, I have no idea why. I just, I had it, so I did it. There he is. <laughs> direct, direct, what, Director Krennic? Yeah, 299 <laughs> shards. I need 31 shards, and I can seven-star him. The actor that played him was so cool. It was uh, Ben Mendelsohn. He's yeah. actually a really yeah. good actor. It's, it's sad that his character is a steaming pile of shit. It's now, just really sad. It really is. You've been you we you know we've been doing new brews and things like that, and you you're probably gonna yell at me because I've actually been keeping this one under wraps well, until yeah, I was gonna yeah. well I was gonna seven star him, and then I was gonna tell you. Might slightly scold you. Well, that doesn't <laughs> surprise me. No, like I said, I, I was going to seven star him, but I've also been working on my mob enforcer. 
I think it's a fun kit now. I, I think it's a fun kit. And do you um, use that? Like that's uh, we're we're going to get into this in the new rules, but I'm just going to ask it now. Do you feel like the, the, the Jabba event is having you gear up more useless characters than previous Legend events? No, because I think there's a change coming. Oh, boy. All right, so let's save that. Let's save that. Let's move <laughs> on. No, we're yeah. saving. Well, no, no, we're putting that nugget right in our pocket. We're saving that. We're coming back to that. There you right, go. I, so got, I got you. I got we're we're going to well, we're we're put a pin in that one. Yeah. So we went over third sister. Reva is probably going to be outstanding. Yeah. Um, yeah. The next part of the road ahead. This is what I wanted your thought on. Your thought on. Thought on. Thought on because I think it's going to be outstanding. I think it's going to be really good for people in Kane's position. I think it's going to be really good for people in early game. If you're playing the game, this is good. This is good. Should have happened a while ago. Yeah. But it's good. So, gear changes, basically, everything below gear 12 is doubled in major events. Yep. Minus Cairo, but Grand Arena, Territory War, Galactic Challenges, Conquest End Crate, Old Journey Guide events, quests, achievements. That's pretty much everything down the board of yeah. the daily shit that we do when we wake up and immediately pick up our phone and... Be a idiot. That's what we do. Yes. Sir. So these, I don't, I don't see the uproar. Why some people have been upset about? Like there has to be some gates, folks. Cairo yeah. and Gear Twelve, or yeah, Gear Twelve and above. That that's your gate. That's it. And Pico, real quick, I've. I don't know if it again. This is a resource allocation game. I don't know if you've experienced this, but those little like the the gear twelve plus, like the the three on the the left side, like the the knives and the little yep. health. I never seem to be really short of those. I I am when I'm taking characters north of R seven. Like that that's when I run out and, and I, I think Relic Seven. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think really north of, of Relic Six, we've got we've got a resource problem there that I, I just don't think is impacting enough players so CG is that interested in fixing that problem right now. But because uh, that's what's making them money. Because yeah. it's yeah. where it's where rel it, it's not they're they're addressing the purple gear. Purple gear right. has now been that's done. That's been addressed. Like people after this, if you still bitch about Carbantes, which we're going to, they're going to tell you to stick it. Yeah. It's the gold shit leading into relic material. That is, that is the gate and they are not going to fix that. See, I, I, I disagree. I, I think that, that, so I'm, I'm going to use a previous example. We're going to jump on the Wayback Machine, and we're going to go talk about character shards. Uh, so when the game released, uh, and Kane, sorry for the history lesson here, but, but for folks that haven't heard, when the game released, you could only refresh a hard node three times. So if you were trying to farm a character off of a hard node, you'd get three attempts, and then you'd have to start refreshing. Um, at a certain point, I think about a year or two years in, they, they increased that to five. 
And then in the last summer, so this was summer of 2018, I think, when it was the year that, that Solo came out and they added all of these characters in the game. It was a year like this where they added all these marquee characters in. And, and they, they realized the pressure that it was putting on people to try and keep up. They increased the number of refreshes, or I'm sorry, the number of spins on a hard node from five to eight. Yes. And when they did it, they said, this is temporary. And they let it run for a year, and then they dialed they did. it back. They did say that was temporary, and, didn't they? They and did. They dialed it yeah. back. They dialed it back to five, and it was chaos. And and this is where I, I'm. Again, maybe I'm I'm projecting what I want to happen, but this is one of these cases that I'm I'm hoping CG learned a lesson there. They they kind of took took that feedback as you can't ever put the cat back in the box. It just never goes back in. Like you can talk about, it. we we made eight. We can't ever go back to five again. So I personally think the the phase one took as long as it did for two reasons. One, the guy that runs the game, Chrome, went to go have a baby and took some time off of work. And man, good for him. That's awesome. And and hopefully he got away, didn't have to deal with anything. So it was just keep the lights on while he's gone. But part of it is let's see what the change to to phase one of the gear economy does to the player base. Because we don't want to make, we don't want to put too much in that all of a sudden it just completely invalidates gear. So we got a year's worth of data where that sits. We're going to make some tuning adjustments that we think are the right thing to do with phase two. We're going to let that burn for a period of time. We're going to see where rosters sit. And our our belief is, is that everyone's roster is going to lift up to 12. And, and I do think that they want to create the boundary. At, at They want to make sure that that boundary at 12 is there. And if it turns out that it's still a ceiling that people can't cross into relics because that's where they want everyone. We'll see a phase three to roll those pieces in. But I think it's going to be six to, to nine months before they do that. Just because, again, if they flood, let's say they rolled 12 into this and they flood too much of the 12 material in, and 12 is now the gate to relics seven through nine, which is where I think they want the gate really to be. If they flood too much of that in and all of a sudden everyone's got 30 or 40% of their roster at R9, that's a problem because now to drain resources out of the game, I got to make the requirements for, for Relic 10 through the fucking roof. And, and, and that's where I think the problem is, is that, that their ramp on the gear needed to get from 7 to 9, it's, it's not a linear. It's not linear. It's, it's, you know, nothing grows at, at more than 10% for till the end of time. And that that's, we're just going to keep adding 10% on top of everything. And it's going to keep working. So I, I think we're going to see phase three come. I think it's just, I think one, they've learned their lesson. They don't make promises about it. And two, I think that they're going to be very, very cautious about what that would look like um, just so that they don't really kind of push too much off into, into the game at once. No, no, absolutely. I, I, a hundred percent agree with w- what you're saying about the player base, how that's gonna, how that's gonna affect them, and and what the threshold of where they should be. But I know a lot of people are were upset about the layout of the phase one yeah. gear changes. But if it's, if it's one thing I've always thought about, it's, I feel like we're in uncharted waters in in some respects. We are talking about a mobile game. That, in in some ways, unprecedented ways, has lasted this long, and we're now we're we're talking about a game that is trying to appeal to late game, mid game, and then people that pick up their phone, see ooh, Star Wars Galaxy Heroes, and then open it up and don't 
say to themselves, uh, no, this is too much work. But for them to keep, obviously, revenue, that's why the Gear 1 layout took so long. I think it was a lot of analysis. I think it was a lot of, all right, let's give out this amount of free stuff and see how that changes the spending trends. And granted, we want to help the community. We want to do, do right by them. So what can we give them with the trends that we've seen? What can we give them, but it's not going to overly affect our quarter yeah. and what we earn? And I think you're right. I think that threshold of Purple Gear should not really be an issue anymore. Agreed. Agreed. The Cairo, I don't have a problem with. You want to keep Cairo as a bit of a gate? Fine. We'll deal with it. But when you're farming Galactic Legend tickets, there's one piece of Cairo at the end of it you have a shit ton of. Yeah. Yep. You always, you always hit that 10 ticket mode and get the Cairo. So, it, and it's funny when, when so, so there's a couple of things on, on the gear piece and on, on the Cairo side. So what they've removed is I hit gear 10 and I need two Kairos. So that's 200 salvage there. I need two stun guns, which are another 200. So I'm at 400 salvage that I need to farm. Then I probably have something else in those spots that maybe I've only got 50 salvage that I need to solve. So I, I'm going from needing... You know, what is that? That's 500 pieces of salvage at level 10 that require clicking or crystals to, to get through to now I've dialed that back to I only need to farm 200. I'm, I'm literally cutting that number by more than half in that case. And I, I think that's the part that people need to keep in mind is when they're getting upset about this. It's, it's yes, the Kairos are still there, but I'm still going to make you click on nodes to get resources because I need you to take, I don't need you to take 90 days, but if I can get you down to three weeks, that's three weeks you're willing to play the game a little bit longer and continue to go to kind of continue to drive in the game. So and you so have th- mentioned in pa- a previous podcast that this game is more about your time. Absolutely. They, they want you to have a sense of investment. The, the other piece and you know, I, I keep hearing like, the dollar, the dollar figure, the dollar figure. And look, yes, they want to make money and, and they are making money. Like, you know, but I feel like they do it with the, with, like, it's not like they're ignoring the community and not looking at yeah. the data. But, but part of it is, I, I wonder how many people look at spending crystals to buy things as, as spending money because there's, there's dollars associated with those crystals, despite the fact that most people haven't paid for the crystals like kane has the equivalent of 50 us dollars in crystals in his account right now yep that he never paid for so like how many people are in are in kane's position that they're talking like man i can't believe that i've got to spend you know ten dollars to to buy this piece of gear but i never paid for it i mean at, at, at worst case scenario you're earning 1400 crystals a week just by showing up so it's are you equating like that there's there's a dollar figure associated with those crystals even though i didn't spend it or not and and that's what kind of i I think maybe breaks some of that that feeling of it's this is just a money grab or this is just a money grab on that side i i think we get a ton of crystals now i think the economy is they've shifted the economy in the game to reference that but 
you know, if, if you're dropping 1,400 crystals a week on stuff, that's not coming out of your pocket. Like the first 1,400 crystals are, are you just being bad at GAC. Is, you know, that, that's the payout for you being bad at GAC once a week. That's the idea. Yeah, I do, I do want to touch on, you know, you, you said that they're kind of the last seven years has been them kind of grinding and getting a whole bunch of assessing done on this whole gear system. And, you know, I'm new to this. I don't know as much as you guys. So I can only reference other games that I've played for years at a time. Yep. So, you know, and unfortunately, I'm going to reference the original video game crack. World of Warcraft. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you, you know, it, 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 I, I guarantee when people hear this, they're going to laugh and they're going to say, oh, it, fucking wow, wow, wow. But think about it. The original vanilla lasted two years before we got burning yeah. crusades yep. and there was no way to speed up. There was no way to do anything. Burning crusades dropped. There was no way to do anything for another two years. Wrath of the Lich King dropped. Now we're six years in only on our third expansion at what the end of the six year mark is whenever they first dropped heirloom gear to give, yeah. to give players a way to speed level alternate tunes and then <clears throat> i want to say shit here we are 10 years 12 years in and now you've got an accelerated level system to where you can literally level an entire uh, a whole tune and gear them in a week two weeks yeah. and it'd be max level max gear raid ready hell raid geared in a month so I'm, I'm pretty sure that they they have been doing that but at the same time i mean i wouldn't put it past them because wow did it something something really big is about to happen especially if they're starting to do all of this now when yeah. wow when wow did it they just started dropping content in our laps and it was rapid like we could not keep up with how fast they were dropping content. Look, selfishly, I want every account in the game to be between about eight and a half and, and nine million GP, only because when we lose someone out of our guild who's just like, look, I've played for seven years, I don't want to play anymore. Like it's just I've I've lost interest as as people do. It becomes harder and harder to find people to fill those spots. You know, it's it's like look. Kane, I can tell you Toronto, like, look, look, man, we'll save you a spot. But it's gonna take you two years to get there. So so don't worry, we're gonna keep filling it until you're ready. But as the, so I need all of these people to get up higher so that I can go do cool things like territory battles, or if we have another raid come out, you know, when, when these big changes happen. And and you know it, it I understand it's a difficult conversation though, because like with the so I played EverQuest before WoW, and, and I actually went back two summers ago. Like they had twenty-two expansions, and and I had an option to just flat out like pay twenty bucks to buy a a character who was level eighty-five of a hundred, or there was an accelerated leveling piece to it. But when that released, there was a lot of people that were upset with it because most of these games had had like built in like pay mechanics to level faster, and all of a sudden like oh, you're just allowing someone to make this happen faster than, than kind of what I had to spend to make the, that happen. There, 
there will be a certain part of this community if all of a sudden there was a way for people to double the investment in their roster overnight. There are people that will be upset about it because I spent to get here. They won't actually look at it as this is good I, for me in the long run. I don't give a shit. I don't either. I, I need players. <laughs> I need players. Zero fucks about that. Oh my god! I you know I I don't know. I don't. I feel like it, it, like someone in Kane's position, it would take him so long to reach up to the point of, and if you're speaking competitively of GAC, it, it would take him so long to get to where we're playing. I don't, yeah. I've never been concerned about, I actually think for somebody just picking up this game or even somebody at Kane's level, this is outstanding. Yeah. Over time, and this is what I'll say about gear phase one. Stun cuffs, squirt guns have been a headache of the past. Yep. Agreed. We still deal with the Carbonti Crunch, and we still deal with Cairo. And then all the gear 12 plus. Yeah. But other than that, you know, remember when squirt guns was the, the one thing that we, oh, my God, every, every, everyone was up in arms about squirt guns. And now it's, I mean, I'm sitting on five full ones, and I, I don't think I've fallen below five full ones. And, well, I'm now gearing up. Bougie Leia, she needs quite a few. All right, so we were we were talking about the the gear changes. Basically, everything below twelve is doubled. Um, over over a period of time, this is this is really gonna this is gonna be felt. This is gonna be felt yeah. by anybody. I I can't imagine. I, I I really can't imagine anybody being upset about this. I like. I, I think the only complaint somebody could possibly put out would be this should happen two years ago. Okay. Well, that's yes, but here we are in reality and it happened today. I don't see why anybody can be upset with this because again, I honestly feel that stun cuffs and squirt guns are an issue of the past. Chirotech, Carbontes, those are still going to be an issue. This is even going to help alleviate some of the Carbonti issue in the long run. Yeah. I mean, instead of getting 10 in one event, you're now getting 20. You're That's... Gonna get twice as many for crystals as well. Yeah. So if you're going to buy 10 for, what, 325 crystals, you're now getting 20 for 325 crystals. Yeah. I... So here's, here's my question as, as they do this. And I've, I've had this question for a while, and I've actually been wanting to ask it, but I wanted to see it change a little bit first. When... When they're taking these new characters and making them farmable and they're putting them on these nodes, I noticed that they drop one of the old characters off. Yes. But they always seem to put it somewhere else. It, so it, it's, it's because the, where they're putting them are uh, for characters, either they're to, to Logan's point, they're moving them to another node or they were characters that were on three or four nodes already. Yeah, like there there were more than one place to farm Jolie. Now, where the the pushback to that is, if you, it used to be like I think you could hit three nodes that Jolie was on, so you could get you could get fifteen attempts on him without having to to do a refresh. That's but true. If they're giving you, but true. if they're giving you double the crystals and they take one away, 
I think that's where the the, the idea that it that it e- evens out. So here's um, here so here here's the rest of the question though. As they continue to make these characters farmable, they're eventually going to run out of these double nodes, and they're gonna either, yeah. they're gonna have to double up, or they're gonna have to completely drop somebody, or and this is where I I kind of see it going. They're gonna have to add nodes to light side, dark side, and cantina. What I think that's well, what happens when yeah. they do that? What happens when they add those nodes? That that's a that's an interesting question. I, I think what we're seeing right now is they're starting to stack characters on existing nodes, like especially on the ship side where they're nodes that have ships they're putting a character on and, and I I can't remember who's with, with Bosk's ship right now, but it's a really good character. So like it, it's not even a case of like you're getting crappy shards of A and good shards of B. They're starting to stack them up so that they're good shards of both, so that you're you're really kind of double dipping on, on some of that as well. No, there were there were some um it was funny, like a a character would get moved to a certain shard or a certain area and you go Oh damn, that's actually yeah. gear I need. Uh yeah, Bosk is uh Django. Yeah, Django yeah. Fett. Yeah, which is not that's not a bad note to farm. <laughs> yeah, no, not really. <laughs> no, that uh that clear uh, yeah, that that helps out. Like like I said I, though, I mean it's eventually gonna get to where, you know, new players that come into the game, if they don't add nodes, these characters are gonna be unfarmable. And what what do you take from if that comes before you add more nodes? Well, no, that's why I said I believe that's inevitable. Because as this game continues to grow and progress, you're going to get more of an influx of characters, influx of legends, influx of legend requirements, marquees, legendary events. Extra nodes on light and dark side, I believe, will be inevitable at some point. If the game continues to grow at the rate that it is growing. That's just my opinion, and, and I think it, I think it will. And I, I think one of the key things that because you said like the legendary events and the journey guide stuff, and it, that was one of the things in the road ahead that they said is these changes aren't happening just because you get more hands in the in the you know forever or more gear in the hands of everyone. It's doing it to get players access to these higher tier characters faster. If I'm going to put these big requirements behind things like the Inquisitors to get the Grand Inquisitor. I want to make it easier so you can get into the journey guide and you can get the galactic legends because that's where the power of the game is centered around. And again, I, I think that's, that's a great understanding of, of where the game is and what we need to do to get it better. Uh, I got a buddy of mine who uh, about two months ago started playing like my longtime gaming buddy. He's, he is not even interested in being competitive whatsoever. He's looking at us like, he's like, ah, it's turn-based. I like this kind of stuff. It, it's scratching an edge for me right now, but you know, like he's building a trooper team because he likes troopers, but he also understands that's not going to get him anywhere like long right, in yeah. the game. So that person's okay, but it's 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 that galactic legend. I mean, the, the, that unlocks so much more capabilities of the game. Frankly, the game's being tuned to that point. You need to be able to get people there a lot faster. And you that, do. That gentleman is a Final Fantasy fan. Oh yeah, as yeah. well. That's where that turn-based uh, shit comes from. <laughs> oh, we we were we were talking this uh, this evening, so we're both picking up what is it? Uh, Marvel Sons, the uh, the XCOM 
oh uh, yeah, yeah marble game that's coming out in two weeks because that's that's going to be our jam for a couple of months so so basically the the one person here in this room that i feel mathematically is going to feel is going to have the biggest benefit from these changes is Kane. Yeah. Somebody in his position, those gear changes are right in his wheelhouse what he needs right now. Well, we we saw his roster earlier. It's it's all those characters that are ready to be activated and, and some of them are, they have all the shards that are there. There's probably a case in the next six months where he's just bringing characters, he's activating characters and he's bringing them up to seven stars and just putting gear on them because he can and just being able to jump dump gp into a territory battle becomes real beneficial from that side as well yeah and he could be bringing them right to gear nine gear ten right from unlock at seven star which i think you're right that's where i kind of think where they're headed where yeah, the yeah. game wants you like there there may be a piece at because you know like those and uh pico i i gotta ask you that skiff card lando dude from <laughs> From eleven to twelve, that dude, that hurt. So, but that, yeah, but that—that's the rando shit that they throw in there. That even some end game players like. Over time, how often are like maybe I'm just dumb, but how often yeah. are you farming those goddamn comlinks? So, so that's going to say is that that that's the piece that I don't think people understand. I don't. I mean, it, it wasn't. It wasn't until. Uh, every once in a while, I'll need to, I'll need to farm a gear eleven piece a little bit because you know it's two of the more you know esoteric ones on, on gear eleven, and sure. I have enough for one. Yeah. But yeah, but it, it wasn't until I think it was Boosh was the first character that I like. I couldn't get past ten, and and, and the point to that is. He, with the gear changes, I think it's going to look a lot like what I go through right now because everyone's, you know, everyone's in relics. I am piling up gear faster than I can spend it because it, it allows me to get ahead of the curve a little bit so that I just start piling things up so that, again, it's, it's you take it straight up to 10 and then you get to, 12. honestly, most of the time, like for characters, when I get to 11, it's, I put all the gear pieces on. The only ones that I don't equip are the ones that I can't because they're not high enough level to do that. So, and I think that's what we're going to see come out. And I think it's going to take a little bit of time. I mean, it's, it's, stun guns didn't go away overnight when gear one changes went around. But it took it, time. But it took some time, but they're gone. Like the, 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 the those pieces are just, they're, they're not a thought problem. Like I now salvage stun guns for relics. I have so I've, many of them. I, I've I, turned I, in I, a couple of full ones myself because you know what? It's worth it. And now yeah. that you said that, Real quick, gear acceleration items will have their salvage conversion to relic materials reduced by 50%. I don't think it's an issue. Really? I don't. I thought that was a small kick in the nether region. That, that, is, gonna make, that is gonna make my JML relicking a little bit rougher. Now, I, I've been hoarding a shitload of gear for, this per, for these relic purposes. But that that is going to kick me in the teeth. But I, I but I think what he what he's talking about is the 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 gear that was that was mentioned. What is the salvage rate 
And is that rate of 50% really that much of a dive compared to, because if you go into that Jawa section in game, there is some obscure ass gear in there that is worth very valuable that like the, the, the bronzium wiring yeah, there, there, there's a, uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like a data pad. It's an obscure ass piece of gear that nobody thinks about. You farm enough of that, you will never run out of bronzium wiring ever again. So, and, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you guys go a little, uh, with a little, little letter, Kenny here. Um, bad gas travels fast. Is is what this turns into, <laughs> and I think that there were some, I, I think that there were some decisions by the community made of why this was bad and then, then we didn't really kind of vet it out. I am making a speculation here. This this so so I am I am erring on the side of caution in this piece that I think the only pieces of gear that are going to get affected are going to be the ones that have their rates doubled. Okay. Yeah. So purple gear. The point to that is the only place that I use purple gear are like the 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 cheese Danish looking things. Yeah, all the way to and, the bottom, Kane. You know, like it's like the cheese Danish looking things. I, I can't remember the name names of these. And so it's like the relic four material and the relic yep. five material are the two that are there. And all right, Pico. Kane yeah. was sitting on that two hundred and eighty two. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, hit hit times just for just for shits and giggles. Don't do it. Hit fifty. Hit that once. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, never worry about those again. Yeah. Like I said, when when those, if those, become fifty percent, I mean that's going to hurt me. But, but I don't, I don't think, think, th- think. But I don't think those are going those to. Will yeah. those those won't? That won't. I don't know, Pico. I, I don't think that will. Yeah, I, I think it's only going to be the ones that are going to be accelerated. And again, it's it's back to. If I give you twice as many, but I pay you half as much, the end result is even. And and I I know that there's a lot of people that are like I, I get the the idea that like well but I but I have all of these already, so it's a sunk cost and and I I don't know I I, I think that that's a I mean because we're I've seen some screenshots of people like you know I did like two thousand of these today or I did a thousand of these yesterday I. I just don't see the, I don't see the the need to panic about that uh, because I think it's all going to wash out. And again, the second that you get, you bring up eighty five percent of your roster to to ten to eleven plus, all you're doing is now piling up all of that purple gear that you are now worried about, and you have nothing to put it on. Even at two character releases a month, you're still going to end up getting net positive on on all those gear pieces. So I, I just I don't think it's a big deal. That that is true. I mean, you know, with my with my farming and things like that, uh, just for this gas, when I got when I got the Grievous's units or Grievous's squad to take care of everything, I took every single one of them to gear nine. Yeah, with with, with ease. I still ha- I still have material that I can take other shit to gear nine. And here is the other big thing that I don't feel like people are talking about enough. The shipment prices of these goods will be reduced by 50%. Yep. Why hasn't that been talked about more? In my opinion, that is a huge move. 
So not only are you getting more overall while playing the game, but the shipment prices of these goods are reduced by 50%. So they're not doubling the amount in the shipments. They're cutting the shipment costs in half, which I think is, again, better because it gives you more opportunities to purchase. Absolutely. So you're, you're overall, you're getting more. You're getting more of this stuff. I honestly think we're, we're going to, like, do I think Carbantes at some point are still going to be an issue? Yeah, but it's not going to be as much of an issue yeah. as we as it is now. Like, I'm, I'm sorry for, I mean, Pico's already dealt with it, but for those of you that listen that are on the Java hunt, then you know the, the Carbanti requirement for this legend. Holy shit. Like, oh, in the six weeks since I've unlocked Java, the only thing that I've done with Lightside Energy is refarm Carbonis to replenish my inventory. I don't remember the last time I had an inventory. <laughs> like it, it's 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 been it's been a nightmare. Every tone, yeah. Now every here... tone is fine. Has been it, it's been a mess. It's just been an absolute mess. Now here here's another question that. You know, I've, I've been looking through our comments and questions. I haven't seen. Uh, we, we've talked some about this. We talked last week about uh, what the road ahead had coming. How is, how is this going to affect the lower levels of GAC? Because now you're going to have a lot of teams that they're going to gear up quickly. And people are about to get competitive as shit. It's going to depend on resource allocation and how smart people are with what they do and who spends more. Like like me, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to gear up all of these squads to make my GAC better. When this happens, yeah. When this happens, I'm I'm skyrocketing through GAC. So, so I I think the the two resources that become really critical for you moving forward are omegas and zetas because you're going to you're going to rank tunes up fast enough that you're you're probably going to start outspeeding zetas and even if you know we saw where you're in, in ships and if you could maybe push into 20 i think your zeta material starts kind of building up a lot faster that that way um but that's going to start being the difference is is that that critical zeta on the right team that's going to make all of the difference in the world, you know, because you're still at that level where, you know, not everyone has all of the Zetas or, or all, even all of the good Zetas. So I think that's, that's going to be the big differentiator, I, I think, at that level. But yeah, it, it's, you, I, I'm guessing you're going to start seeing a lot more, you know, all gear 12 teams in, in some of these cases where it's, you know, you're probably seeing a mix of, of relics and, in, in, you know, purples in, in some, in some cases. Here, here and there. Yeah. Yep. Now I'm, I, I'm, I'm a hoarder. I have been for a while. And this is, this is with me. So before I hit the X, I, ju I just wanted to show, like, I've actually been putting a dent in this because of my gas farm. But with that being said, let me click my X. This was day one. I took him up to gear nine. Yep. But I've already, 
I've already mm-hmm. finished the both of these two and got them to the requirement here. I know I'm going to have to take them up higher, but yeah. But there's gear 12. I didn't I didn't fully go into the Zeta because I'm I am trying to save them. Well, you need what? You need 100 for gas himself. So, yeah. You know, part, part of it is is you know, but and he's one of those characters I think that they're all just great. Yes. You know, so but with like with these changes, so like looking at the the last three characters you need for gas, there, thirty days. My guess would be thirty days tops to to get those up to twelve and and be ready for gas, and 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 that's especially with four days of double drops coming yeah, up. Yeah, I mean th- that 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 blows my mind of of just how quickly people are going to start bringing things up. And again, he's just a fun character to have, and and then you're not going to be stressed to actually put the characters around him that you need him to be good because you're going to be able to get those things up, you know, pretty quickly on that side. So and it's funny that you say that. Cause I don't understand why people get pissed off. <laughs> I don't get that. Like, you know, I had to trudge to school eight miles uphill. Both ways. <laughs> I feet of snow. They have to do the same. I don't give a shit. Anyhow, let's uh so we did the gear changes. Um they put in some news about Dr. Afra and yeah. I'm gonna butcher this name and um I have a confession to make and both of you can give me shit for it if you want. <laughs> I have no idea who this is. So uh, I'll save you the embarrassment. It's Sanastaros. Is, there it is. Okay. How I pr- pronounced it. Yeah. Uh, she's a cool character. So again, comic book out of the, out of the Afro stuff. Um, dated Afro in college. Um, worked with Han and Chewie a little bit. Uh, at one point, like there was a, there was a whole kind of thing where she was claiming to be married to Han, and she was trying to tra- track him down. Uh, but she's a little bit of a she's a if if Afra is. Um, if Afra is uh, morally ambiguous in Indiana Jones, um, Santa Staros is uh, the the other side of the spectrum, maybe of, of, of um, Indiana Jones, who's just openly breaking the law. Like is probably where where I'd look at it from that side. So um, she's a, she'll be a rebel, I think. She'll be a smuggler or a scoundrel, you know, however they want to categorize that. But uh, she's a cool character. I, I, I like. I always thought she'd look great in the comics. I just thought they just they kind of had a great kind of look for her in the comics, and, and I think she'll be great. So, so with with that being said, um, they gave some hints on how Doctor Africa could work with her murder droids, which oh, yeah. On your episode of HNN, you were very excited about. Yeah. So now, with after what you've read, um, I know it's an end game topic, but what are your thoughts on what the what this could potentially do in GAC? Because at least we don't have a kit, but what I'm seeing here on paper, this this could be a very nice tool to have in the toolbox. Right. What are your thoughts on that? 
So before I answer, can I pull the pin yet? Or do we want to hold on to the pin for a little while longer? About oh, changes. About changes. Okay, I'm gonna let you call that. All right, let, let's let's pull the pin on that one. Okay. So so first things first, you've got the, the two droids and part of their kit calls out uh, dark side droids. And we know that Afra is going to summon a reconditioned B1 battle droid as kind of like the turret or or the geo brute. So that's how we're going to get some dark side droids in with the rest of their kit. So that that's interesting. And I think the, the bigger piece is they've made it very clear she's going to go, the, the two droids are going to roll up underneath her and, and Santa Staros is going to roll up underneath her. We, we, we kind of assumed that was going to be the case. So the the dark side droid synergy is going to be there and, and in 3v3 what this means is in 3v3 it's going to be afra the two droids and the summon units the so summon separatist droid yeah. yeah so it's going to be it's going to be that the the droids have um omicrons that are built around 3v3 to make them powerful in 3v3 she has a they specifically called out her omnicron will be designed for gac 5e5 so I, again i think you're, you're seeing that and i i like that like i, I like the fact that, that they're going to build it so that you're not wasting an investment in those characters and, and how you align it. it's still going to kind of build a, a, a complete kit yeah um, so the question is who's the fifth this is this is what what we're trying to get to i am trying to speak this into existence okay so if we look at carsant all right that tank that everyone thinks is so married to java there's a lot of really cool things in his kit but he's got this weird little piece on his basic that he inflicts shock and if he hits a character with shock, other things happen. Well, there's no shock in any of the Java kit. But who does have shock? Trip Zero. Trip yep. Zero has a built-in shock there. And we all yeah, that, that is weird. No one else in yeah. any Java team. No that, bounty hunter. That is. That's so random. I never and, thought of that. And you gotta remember that Kersantin was Afra's hired muscle through most of her comic run. Oh. So what I think, what I think is, I'm, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, we're going to see a little bit of like when the Revan and, and Bastilas were released where like, you know, Darth Revan comes out and you get like three kit changes to, to Bastila Sean Fallen to make her work better on that side. I'm hoping we're going to get like two extra lines added into Carsan where all of a sudden he now moves over under Afra, we get like maybe two lines added to Gamgard that he all of a sudden becomes the tank for Jabba. And what we end up with is this split between the two, maybe in five, maybe in three V three, you can move Carsantin over on that other side. I I just think we're, that would be awesome if you just kind of built her her crew and then you threw it into the game that way. No, no we're we're, we're going to get into that because when we get into uh, here here in a few minutes, we're going to get into new brews. I have a couple of Java questions yeah. for you, and it's yeah. very interesting that you said that. But so, um, no, this uh, 
This Dr. Afro, these two droids, this could be this could be uh game changing if somebody has it and somebody doesn't. It, it, it's it's um I don't so I, I got the, the droids up to Relic Five this week. Jesus. Um, got a got a nice gift card from a coworker for some things that I did for him. Hey, hey Kane. Turn her to Apple Money and yeah. Hey Kane. I um I Facebook stalked Pico about I don't know, a day or two a day or two ago because I knew he was coming on and I was gonna check out his shit and look at his roster and like Yo, homeboy stacked. Like his skiff guard is relic eight, dude. Do you know his Jesus. offense? Is, dude, you know yeah. his offense is like over thirteen k. Like his 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 bougie Leia is relic eight, dude, and her offense is like over like eleven k. Like it's dirty. Like he's a pimp. He's just Look. he's like he's just murking shit left and right. So. We we can talk about some of the job aside, but we'll we'll talk about how that that falls short. Uh, so uh, BT, I, he's only relic five, and I, I can't couldn't get his attack up high, and I just don't have the resources to take him any higher, and I don't want to overspend on him uh, resources on him to make that happen. But I, I was using him, get where, but all of a sudden, like things just started exploding. And I'm looking at him like he's got like 7,500 offense. Like, wh- what's going on? And then I reread the kit. Oh, yeah, he gets 100% offense just by showing up. So his 7,500 offense at Relic 5 now becomes 15,000 offense. And he goes and drops an AE on top of everything. And you know, everything's on fire. And it's, and it's just like they're fun. Like, they're, they're a fun kit to use. Um, you know, they, they took a, you look at them sideways and they both fall over. So, you know, it's, it, it's, um, I think they'll be fun. Um, I think they're going to, again, I, I expect them to be great in, in territory battles. Uh, honestly, if we don't get, and I hate to say this, if we don't get an expansion of GAC rosters soon, we're going to just start seeing such amazingly good teams sit on the bench because there's just not enough spots to use all of it no you're 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 right you're right it, it's funny you, you know when you notice that when you're you're neck deep in gac and you're just everything's working right and you're destroying somebody yeah. and you kind of look at your roster and go oh my god look at what i didn't use yeah but then there's some gacs where you're you bang your head up against the wall five times and go, oh my god, what am I gonna do? Yeah. But no, there are there are those moments where it's like you've left so much on the bench. Yep. There really is. And I like how um it does say Heromicrons are designed to work in five v five grand arenas. It's worth noting that two key members of her squad, BT One and Trip Zero. Have Omicrons in 3v3 Grand Arenas. You'll find that these characters will form the core of any Grand Arena team. And that kind of piggybacks off of what you said is that they're looking at both they're looking at both GAC modes for yeah. these characters. And they're making it worth your while to invest in this. That's why it was I, I think it was kind of hard for some people to get on the 
Tuscan Omicron bandwagon because it's yeah. like, why am I going to drop this Omicron for an event that is, I mean, sporadic? What? But now you're 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 giving players more of an incentive to, all right, I Omicrons are the most cherished resources in the game right now. Where should I spend these? And that's why if we get the anniver- the anniversary gifts and it's just one Omicron, I'm I'm gonna laugh because I know there's gonna be a shitstorm. Yeah. I know people are gonna Oh, I can hear it already. CG, you threw away all the goodwill you built up in the road ahead with just this one event. And it's it's gonna be uh what I wonder in, in the way that they, they worded this. Are we going to get an Afra kit that's kind of like Star Killer? That you know, if Afra has two droids, a light side scoundrel, and a dark side scoundrel, you know, all of these conditions kick in, and and then you know, provided you meet all those conditions with this Omnicron, then all this other you know stuff kicks in. Like if 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 that's what they're looking at from from that standpoint, because it's short of you know. If you have five characters on your team, this Omicron doesn't work. I, that that seems a little little basic for for CG. So uh, I'm I'm super excited for a kit. I think it's I think we're a week away. I think we'll see it next week. Um, frankly, I, I think that they will have her released before the territory battle starts on December sixteenth. I'd go with that. So. And that would be the next. That would be the next. Next Wednesday would be the the, the yeah. two week barrier before we get there. So, well, all right, we've covered the gear. Let's uh, let's go into our next topic, which is one of my favorites because it leaves all kinds of room for debate on what we're working on, why we're working on it, and is it going to work? New brews. What are we working on? What have we relicked? What's going on? Kane, I'm going to let you kick off this one. It's the new segment of New Brews, man. What have you relicked? What are you working on? Um, what are you working on towards GAC? And what's what's cooking, man? What what? Where have you been spending your valuable resources? So the last time, the last episode that we had, uh, and I'll go ahead and bring it up. I was sitting right here. For my gas, I was sitting at the second fight, uh, trying to do the Grievous battle. Since then, I have made it all the way to the last battle, the Clash of Camino, and I've been gearing up. Like I said, you know the Gr- the Grievous squad, more or less. I mean, that is, in a nutshell, the Grievous squad with a Night Sister. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. But I that that's what I've really mainly been focusing on with all of my energy uses. Uh, now, if we go, if we go back, then I go to my Galactic Legends. You're gonna notice that I finished somebody. My old Ben is now Relic Five. Should begin journey. So I've I've finished one of my prereqs. I relic five old Ben. Uh, I have eight. I have eight relics left to do. Oh no! I thought it said begin journey. I thought you were ready. 
No, no, no. I, I just don't have it clicked. That way, I can get to my I can get to my gas requirements and stuff like that. Since oh, all of, all of oh, these yeah. are just relics. Uh, uh, so you're close. You're oh, very yeah. close. Well, yeah my my three PO has to be relic five. I'm at I'm at three. All right. Uh, I think the furthest one away is my Princess Leia. Yeah, I she and she has to get to relic three. Yeah, that's everybody else. Uh, the The longest one I think that's going to be is my Han Solo, going from four to six. That's just going to take a little bit of extra time because it four days double drops. Like honestly, four days double drops. That's where a lot of your crystals should go. Is signal data, uh, signal data to get those characters up. And I have not spent a single crystal relicking any of these. It yeah. has all been farms. You know, I, I, I'm picturing Kane on the start of the second day of, of double drops and calling Nev and pleading for, like, you know, purge, like, you know, free for all for two days like i'm allowed to spend for three days we're going to call this the purge there's no rules around free to play for these three days like i'll take two days to the double drops let me spend so this could not have dropped at a better time for me so for oh, yeah. double drops are addictive when for you start thanks, seeing some cheap yeah. day, you're gonna be like what for thanks for thanksgiving you know uh we we started this last year me and my wife host thanksgiving at our house for our family last year i deep fried a turkey this yep. year I am deep frying a turkey, and I am going to smoke a turkey for 18 hours. I am I'm getting off work tomorrow night, and I'll be up for the next 36 hours at midnight, well, 11 my time, when they drop the double drops. I'm going to be awake (laughs) for fucking 36 hours in that shit. So you know to save all your energy till tomorrow, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I already awesome. started. So here on uh, here on my end, um, and this leads into a couple of questions for Pico. So Kane knows all too well. I've I've been on the I've been on the job hunt, and I've been been going at it pretty hard because I, I I want this legend. Yep. He's absolutely disgustingly good, and um real quick i i want your comments on this um pico a video was put out by zareth and i believe at a point in crate expectations zareth and sarah talked about there's a smuggler's run event (laughs) for java yeah yeah and the rewards are ridiculous absolutely like if you don't get on this these these rewards in this event are obscene so So what can you tell us about that it's it's funny because this is one of those cases of like i'm glad sarah and i do such long episodes because no one will ever go back and like find the stupid shit that we say to 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 beat on us about because when when this event dropped and there was a lot of people upset because it was you're just placating the whales and I'm like look 
the the rewards aren't that great. It's just like a little bit more of the stuff that we were getting. It's not big, but yeah. what I missed, what I missed in it, what because it was like right when they dropped the the uh, recalibration material, is if you do it twice, you get sixty recalibration mats. Like that. That's all the other resources are are great. They're interesting. They're 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 helpful. Um, but with 60 recalibration mats, that's that's at minimum. It's how I use them is it's four spins at trying to get extra five speed on yeah. mats. Yeah. It's it's huge and it runs once a month or once yeah. a week. So it, it's it's a it's a really good event. It's um I have really bad luck with it. Like it's not I can't auto it. I've got to play it a little bit closer when, when I do it. But again, it's it's worth it. To, to get to get through it twice but uh, you know you get some you get some uh health mods you get some you know relic slicing material but those recalibration mods i mean 60 of those that's just such a huge influx of getting those in um so yeah it's 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 well worth it um you know look i i get where people's view of like you know all the the crap with the grand the grand inquisitor or the the inquisitors and and how much it was put into the game and now we're seeing with the hut cartel but on the flip side of it i think cg is doing a really good job of rewarding people for doing what cg is asking them to do we're going to ask yeah. them to chase the inquisitors but we're going to make it pay off for you in the long run and it's it and it, it it's funny it's the we were at uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with my son th- this weekend, and we were watching uh, Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine, kind of like talking Ooh. about playing guitar. It was, it was, it was nice. Uh, fi- finding out on uh, Bulls on Parade that he uses an Allen wrench to actually make like that. That is done with an Allen wrench. It was God, so cool. But song. but oh. the 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 guy that that wants to scream, you know, fuck you, I won't do what you told me to to CG whenever they put something out like. You're missing out. Like th- that's the way that I just keep looking at that thing. Like you're not as cool as Rage Against the Machine, and they weren't arguing about hearing Star Wars characters. Like it was, it's a very different concept. Come back to the light. Just, just, just do what do what they asked. Well, just it's like it's like I didn't go after Ray because of Rose Tico. Yeah. Here's Ben Swolo, who's made Ray quite of a quite a force in GAC. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not an, it's not a cakewalk anymore trying to beat Ray. Yeah, you know, with 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 a, a well relict and well modded Ben Solo, that that's not a walk yeah. in the park anymore. So completely, completely off topic, Pico, dude. I am so fucking jealous right now. Oh, it was it was it was awesome. Um, we could talk about it some other time, but yeah. Uh, but Tom Morello talking about how he how he uh, how he came up with his sound in, in the things that he does for like four minutes in this exhibit was just, it was mind blowing. Uh, um, so cool. So no, I think uh, last time we talked Kane, I, I, I put um, Kersantan to the relic level. I needed him, but I got greedy and I put him to seven. Um, Skiffguard Lando. I finally finished and, and got him to relic zero. And it was like, it was like the biggest sigh of relief of just utter joy that now I get to see this little blue glow around him. And I said, screw it, and I brought him right to Relic 7. Yeah. Because I... He's a Relic 8 candidate. He is. He really is. He hits like a truck. But 
I've only got him relic seven, and his his physical damage is over twelve k. I yep. feel like at this juncture, he's okay until I start working on relic levels for Java. But Bushley is it, dude? Like she's it. I'm eighteen of eighteen of a hundred shards, and I got four days of double drops coming up, and she's gear eleven. Yeah. Um, my projected ticket start update before Christmas has been accelerated yeah. by a lot. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna first person or first world problem complain a little bit, and, and it's really not supposed to be that way. But uh, when you tend to run early in release cycles, uh, you guess at what's going to be good. And, and Iron Fett and, and Old Dirty Blasters and I both kind of unlocked Java at the same time. We were trying to figure out who what needs relics and where things need to be. So um, my solution for that is like, if you can't decide, just just take everybody. You like you just you just run everybody up and, and you figure it out. So um, I, I think where he and I landed was. Uh, the the relic level relic if you're gonna relic eight someone on of the offensive players, Lando makes more sense than Boosh because she needs a lot of potency to land the thermal detonators. And thermal detonators have programmed damage, not necessarily like based off of what their attack value is. Cause like each uh th- this was on on Gambit like a couple of months ago, but each character has their own percentage damage modifier for thermo de- thermal detonators. Yes, like, yes, they so, do. Like, it, it doesn't matter if Boosh is at 16,000 special damage. Her, it's only going to do, like, I think it's like 35 or 40% on, on those. So the the thing with, with Lando is he, the only abilities I ever use on him are the, he's he's got an ability that uh, if he gets five stacks of hide, whatever his little hiding ability is, it gives him like more damage penetration. I just hit that button. That's the only one that I really work out. And then every once in a while, I think when you get the five stacks, um, he's got a buff that he can then hand over to Boosh. I never use his his Vibroax attack, and I never use his basic, but he assists like almost every attack. So and he hits for a lot. So he hits for a lot. So he it makes sense to get him to R eight because he just he just fires all the time and he's always attacking on things where where Boosh Leia. Uh, for me, it's it's more about landing the thermal detonators than anything else, and she does a lot of assists as well. But I think that special damage characters also seem to be higher on the special damage side, regardless. But if you're going to pick one of them, I would take Lando to eight and and kind of maybe get Boosh Leia there, you know, after the fact. So for those that are just like myself, who are very shortly about to start the Java ticket grind and get them unlocked. What's his relic threshold in your opinion? Is seven viable? Do you yeah. need eight? Is he a nine? So, so, so I think seven is viable, and and you want him with really he he's got he's got this weird kit that he really wants potency and tenacity in his kit because you can't attack him until everyone else is dead. But like right now, there's a grand inquis- there's an inquisitor's counter that is based oh. off of of 
um, repeatedly using the AE ability block. So if you yeah, ability so, block him, Solo's been doing it. Yeah, if if you ability block him, it really cuts back on his ability to kind of cause havoc on on the board. So you want high tenacity, you want high health, just because in theory you can burn him down just through AE attacks. Like I don't know if there's a ray counter yet, but you know the the Ben Solo's ability to come in and do true damage and hit under protection, like that could be really devastating for him because. He's you can make him kind of beefy from that side, but I think R7 is going to be enough. He doesn't need attack stats, you know, he needs kind of like health, he needs tenacity. I think he's got a pretty good base potency that, that's in his kit, and he gets potency from a couple of other places. But, um, seven is fine. I think nine is probably overkill. I think you know, eight probably lands him pretty well, but again, it's like everyone else that you get, they you know, Galactic Legends get all get additional bonuses for going up into Relic 9, so there, you can always make an argument on that side, but I think 7 will, will be fine there. Um, I, I again, I think 8 is probably the right place um, with with 9 as a longer-term target, kind of depending on where you're at for Droid Brains. Yeah. Now, with the typical Java team, um, some people run it differently. It's obviously Java, Skiff, Boosh, Gersantin. Who's your fifth? So it it changes. I I think I think the smart people, you know, that sit at the top of GAC or that sit at the top of, of territorial wars are are coming to the decision that on defense the double tank lineup makes more sense. Um, because that, that was Camorian, yeah, and, and, and part of it is because Carsanton comes back, and then frankly, if you get down to even if you you wipe the board and you come back with Carsanton and Java, it's just really hard to get through Carsanton at that point. Um, you're not going to clean it up at that side, so I, I think it's the double tank. If I'm doing anything offensively with him, I tend to bring in um. Embo is is kind of where I've I've landed at because he's got a dispel on basic, and because yes, he, assist, yep. he assists all the time, so he's going to clear taunt and you can kind of get in and start doing some damage. Um, you know the I've seen some things with uh, Greedo and raids that has been insane because again he just shoots so many times that that he can do some interesting things. Yeah, um, you know I I was running mob enforcer for a while. Um, and then I did a pretty hefty mod uh, rework, and I just didn't have enough potency on her any longer that she could consistently land the thermal detonators, and that was kind of where her value was. Because the 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 ultimate is based off of uh, doing damage to targets that have thermal detonators on it. So like my what I originally kind of built it was I want to get as many thermal detonators out on the board as possible so that it gives me the I can get to the ultimate as fast as possible. You need a crap load of potency to make that happen. Yeah, and and she's just kind of fallen off from that side. And I think because there are other characters that kind of slotted into that. I think she's a fun kit now, but I I just I, I didn't I didn't have a great way to 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 get enough potency on her because of some of the other things that I'm trying to do to I don't know cause cause chaos for people. And the last thing I'll ask on my end of new brews is my inquisitors are ready. Um, yeah. They've been ready for a hot minute. How much time of my goddamn day do I need to set aside for this Grand Inquisitor event? So I don't remember. 
I know it's not a walk in the park. It's it's not, but I think that it's a modding strategy conversation. Um, and and I the grant that so so here's the here's the the mod suggestions that I'll make. And frankly, it's going to translate to what they do. You need to make seventh sister like three fifty speed. She needs to be fast because the whole the whole inquisitor thing works off of seventh sister going first and removing turn meter and clearing all the buffs off of a target and then everyone else kind of just starts piling on and past that so you get her to like 350 she's going to outspeed rex gas at that point you set you set gas back to zero percent turn meter and then you just go to town and and they've got they've got some turn meter mechanics and you know kind of once they start rolling they don't stop uh, you know, you want nine to be tanky, and and you want you probably want you know fifth to be relatively fast, and you want second. You know, when when she goes, you want her to hit like a truck. That that's really the secret to it. So we all need to uh, remod our shit, basically. Yeah. <laughs> when that event comes out, all right. Kane, we've got we've got some uh, reader questions and comments. Let's get to those and let's uh, start to wrap this up. So, what what do we what do we got from the community comments that they've had? They knew Pico was coming on, and we were talking about the road ahead. What were uh, what were some of their thoughts? So, CS wins is going to start us off. He says, "Hey, fellas, thanks always for the content. I should be seeing my Darth Revan on my roster by Friday." Uh, with the remainder of double drops, I should be able to finish off Houndstooth and some other ship farms. The road ahead has me very encouraged with regards to eliminating a gear crunch, so that's always a plus. For the new TB and the belief that a and the belief that a get three currency is on the way, do you think CG look? Do you do you think CG locks more characters or ships behind this currency? Yes. Yeah. It, it, I, yeah. So, two data points aren't isn't a trend, but but it's it's directionally where things are going. And what we saw in Hoth and what we saw in Geo, in in Hoth we saw two characters locked behind get one. In Geo, we saw two ships locked behind get two. I expect to see the same thing. I think that we'll see two things released that will be locked behind get three, and they're going to make you decide which one do you go after first. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sardaukar eighty nine. I will give the I will give this guy a shout out. Uh, so everybody knows I'm a gamer. I play games other than Star Wars on PlayStation PC. Sardaukar has been hopping in on COD with me, and this dude is a fucking monster. Oh, is, is he a shooter? Oh, dude, he is, he is a fucking monster. You you saw me play COD back in the day. This This dude puts my old school gaming, like, to a whole lower level. This dude, this dude is on point. Yeah, I just I know you and your zombies. Uh, I like shooting. I like shooting shit that doesn't shoot back at you. 
Yeah, just bite you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just bite you. So what did he say? Uh, as the TB officer for a guild, I'm nervous about the new TB, but excited at the same time. Double drops, double drops. I'm going to be hard farming relics and fifth brother as well. Scrambling to, scrambling to get Inquisitors done. As for the road ahead, I think it's one of the better ones we've had as of late. And I would echo that. Yep. I really do. I, I, I think it was a good one. I really. I really don't see a, lo a lot of negatives in it. I mean, yeah, there's some people are going to be like, well, when, when, when is this shit going to, okay, well, it's, it's there. I mean, the anniversary drops you're getting, it's going to happen on the 25th. It's in within days. I mean, it's, I just, I don't see a lot of problems with it. Yeah. Our next question is going to come from Bodhi. Uh, with the second TB falling just after Christmas, which one do you think most people will run? Hoth, Geo, or Empire? Or would you like the calendar to change to make a TW to make a territory war weak and postpone territory battles by one week? Ooh. Pico, I'm gonna let you take that one. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I want to. Sw I, honestly, I'd rather have territory battles and play on my own schedule than swap territory wars in because I think we would probably concede it. Um, I, I think guild leaders need to be honest with kind of where they sit. Like we did, uh, we did dark side Hoth that that week between Christmas and New Year's last year because we just wanted to take it easy. Um, I think you run territory battles, but you do it very non-pressure, and you just kind of let people screw around and figure out. Like that—that's almost like the, the the test run, you know. Just, just let's go see what teams work, and and you know, folks, we're not gonna we're not gonna hammer on the details, but um, I want more swings of the territory battle than less at this point, just to start figuring out where things are. Bodhi, Bodhi's next question is: uh, Assuming Cam goes to get goes to the get three store do you think guilds will deprioritize cam mission and just tell people to buy him yeah well i do yeah 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 because it is it's very similar because it, it says there in parentheses what they did to uh rollo rollo or imperial probe droid absolutely yeah buy him yeah so, so look at so look look at Hoth and then Geo. So Hermit Yoda and Wampa were both really great characters. Uh, Hermit Yoda has been a great character through the entire life cycle. Wampa had fell off a little bit. Now we know what Wampa looks like now. Negotiator and Malevolence have been phenomenal ships and are still, you know, B one and B two kind of in their you know in in the the, the ship meta lineup. We're probably going to get two other kind of priority with G3, and then it's going to be, you know, then go to Cam after the fact. Um, I think it's helpful that Cam isn't as great as we all assumed he was going to be with as difficult as he was going to kind of pin down. Uh, that deprioritizing him a little bit is is probably going to work out. But yeah, I, I think that that I think people are done with light side territory battles. I just, I just think, I think people are done with it. Yeah. I I couldn't yeah I I couldn't agree more yeah people are done with that 
Um, so uh, Sardaukar hits us with another one. CG said Guild's getting over 20 stars in Light Side Geo, and was it 30? In Dark Side Geo, how do you think Guild's in the 350 to 400 million GP range will fare? I... I'm 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 gonna take this one um at first. I, I, I don't know. Um if you're getting if you're getting twenty stars in light side geo and you're because if you look at the post, it said you need to be completing thirty-three stars in dark side geo, completing it. Because it says close to if not completing it, and getting this many stars in light side geo. Um that means you're in a an active yeah. good guild because the guild I'm in is at about 450 million and we we max out we get the 33 stars in dark side and light side I don't I don't know it's 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 well over 20. Pat, as to how we're, as to how we're gonna fare, I think right now that's impossible to determine. We have no idea what we're walking into. I, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. I mean, hell, my my guild is like three three sixty something mil, and when we do when we do dark side geo, I think we fall short of maxing it by like three or four stars. Uh, well, you're close. You're close. You're yeah, getting very, there. Very. You just need more guild progression. That that that's it. players in the guild that are progressing their rosters. But for someone to ask, how are we going to fare? It's it's not a bad question. It's just, it's a question we can't answer because when uh, Darkseid started, at least the GO1, <laughs> it, it sucked. We were like, wait a minute. We, we brought our best teams in there and we literally got our asses handed to us. Then light side started, and we went, oh, okay, light side? Yeah, we've got some light side. Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't make it past phase one. Wait a minute. Whoa. And you know what's going to happen in this new one? Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What? What just happened? So. I, th I think it'll be, I think it'll be a little. I've heard the rumors. I've talked to a lot. I've talked to a lot of people. I think that we, like my guild. I'll go with my guild. Just you know, so I'm not speaking for anybody else's guild and their progressions. We, we are very, very well organized, and we they keep us that way. Like we are, you know, whip cracked in line whenever it comes to T dubs and TBs. We. Because it's new, I would say, I'd say phase two, maybe phase three. And that's that's only well, because there's a couple of us that, like me, I'm one of them. Uh, we're still on that kind of lower end GP of our guild. Yeah. So we, I believe that, you know, the lower end GP guys like me, we may hold us back from where the guild could go. But they don't really like they encourage us to play. They encourage us to join in yeah. even though we're low. We're lower GP than most. 
Absolutely, but but I think I think CG put it out there pretty pr- pretty fair and <laughs> pretty, pretty clear that if you're not, here's how I look at it: if you're not maxing dark side and getting a solid star return and light side, this is not for you. This is not for your guild, and you can try it and bang your your noggin up against a granite wall, but the rewards are not going to be worth it. Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry, Max Stars on even Dark Side, that's not a that's not a walk in the park. You like everybody like pretty much almost everybody in the guild has to do yep. something in that last that last phase, that last sector, it it's all hands on deck. Oh yes. Yeah, I, oh, I think, go go ahead, Pico. What do you I got? I think part of it is look. We don't know what the platoons are going to look like. We don't know what platoon characters are going to be, and I, I think that that has a lot to do with it. And, and I, I think part of it is the the challenge is is the GP drops. It's it's not like do I need to take three or four characters up to relics because it turns out like this squad's really good at moving forward. It's I need to put gear, stars, and relics on that team to get it. Because, look, I think we're going to see in this territory battle that there's going to be a... The gate is going to be, you know, probably Relic 5 is, is what we're going to see from these these teams on this side. Because I think we're at minimum, I think it's... We need Relic characters to go into light side. I could be wrong on that. Um, so I, I think part of it is if, if the rosters are borderline, you know, what... I think you'll probably see a lot of. I guess maybe that maybe a different way to say is what you'll see a lot of these guilds are they'll shift out of dark side faster to running the new territory battle, and maybe they stay on light side a little bit longer in that case, or maybe it's actually the other way around is that they'll stay in dark side because they can get better rewards on that side, and they pull out of light side faster and just suck it up and kind of see where things are going. But look, we're gonna it's gonna take us three months to kind of solidify you know kind of what teams work and what teams don't at least uh, so. You know, it's it's you know when 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 Geo came out, I, I went through and I looked at, I made the spreadsheet of of characters that were not platoon very much, you know. So it's the the idea like the characters are always going to be there. So I built this before it came out. I built a smuggler team that was all like Relic Five, and it was like Kira, and it was Nest, and it was Vandor, and I thought it was going to do really well because I was building it off of what I knew from Hoth. And what yeah. happened is I actually never got, I ran the team four times the first the first cycle. I never even got an attack. I never got to take a turn. The whole team was wiped out because they were just that bad. So yeah. we it, it's hard to, to make a determination of what success is going to look like in the next territory battle because we're going to, we're trying to define it of what looks success looked like on the previous one. We got to get into that. We got to get into the next one and just kind of take a look at what it, what it's going to be. It's going to be rough for a couple of months. I mean, people just keep your heads up and we'll get through it. So it is, it's going to be a lot of content creators figuring things out and, you know, um, a lot of trial and error yeah. and it's, it's going to be fun doing it. It is. It's going to be fun to see. I think the most, I think what's going to get a lot of people jazzed is when the event starts and then you get to look at what the rewards are, yeah. how many stars you get. That's where people are going to start to go, Ooh, all right, well, we need to do this. All right, Ken, we got two questions left. What do we, what do we got? So 
the infamous Jar Jar Magoat, how many Jabba's are high-end guilds going to be starting the new TB with? Um, Pico, I'm not sure what guild you're in. My guild right now, I believe we have six. Yeah, we're, we're about 480 million, and I think we're between six and eight. Yeah. Um, this, this last one, this last oh, one, we have, uh, we have one guy. Hopefully you're soon seven. <laughs> My my guild we have we have one, one guy did our job of run in this last territory battle. Oh well, one guy in your guild has job. That's actually a good thing. Yes, I'm I'm very fortunate to be in this guild, and I these guys are great. They uh they coach me, they help me out. They're all the time saying, "Hey, dude, hop in and talk with us. We'll walk you through." I, I'm really enjoying this guild. All right, so what do we got for our last question? So, Bodhi, Bodhi, we actually have two. Uh, there's one that was posted somewhere else, and I have to ask it. But Bodhi hits us with a really good one. The Hux Datacron mentions the start of each encounter. Will we see Datacrons in the new TB? No. 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 Um, no, they're not going to make it that easy. No. You got to figure this out without that shit. This is a puzzle, and they're not going to give you any extras. That's so just how I see it. I, I saw his question, and I, I, I looked at it for a while, and, and I think the, the reason why it's phrased the way that it is is because it's just a variation of saying at the start of battle. Like I, I think I, I get where he's I get where he where, where he was going down that path, but I think it's a different way of saying it at the start of battle. Um because we all know that CG is just consistent, you know, so it's it's sometimes at the start of battle, sometimes at the start of the encounter, but but yeah, uh I don't think the man, I hope we don't. I, I really hope we don't because that's just man, I don't I just don't want the pressure on people. Could yeah. Could encounter also mean that it's like, say you're in GAC and you fail? Yeah, that was and the other way that looked at as well. Same team again, bang, he has, he gains dominance. He, he's got there it. Is. Yeah, at the end of each encounter, so that may be a because that's a data that's a it's a datacron and datacrons yep. are only in GAC. Yeah, or territory war. So no, I I don't I don't think they're gonna make this that easy no and then finally the infamous jar jar has asked the last question of the night and oh oh, dude he he has been on this he has been on this he want he wants to know when can he be the bob he said he will send in his resume He wants to be a Bob. He want he wants to be our Bob. Uh, for Christ's sake! Um, <laughs> I feel like, spot. like I, I don't know how to make a floating head. Like we'll, we'll, I told him I just need. I told him I just need some some videos of him doing like random little head nods and things like that. I can put it together. I can put him up in the top left corner above me 
and he could be Bob. The fact that we're even having this discussion astounds me. <laughs> Anywho. Um, but you'll always have to refer to him as Jar Jar. Then he's fired before he was even hired. <laughs> I'm a poet and didn't know it. So there you go. Um, anywho, folks, we got through the road ahead. Let's uh, get to wrap this up. Um, I want to leave the uh, want to leave the Florida Pico. Final words: the road ahead. Is this good for early mid game players? How is this going to affect them? And should end game should end game players care about any of this? So, yeah, actually, I think this is one of these road aheads that actually kind of hit all faces of the game. I, th- I think early and mid, the the gear changes are going to be huge for them to to get their rosters up and, and and not only rank characters up, but start getting some of those more powerful characters unlocked. And I think it's going to be great from that side. I think you're going to see a lot of people really, really happy and really excited that they get to make significant progress on a week-over-week basis that I think it's great from that side. I, I think on the gear side, again, we saw what this character, you know, Rush did this year, and, and it drained a lot of, you know, the end game player's roster where we had kind of built some things up over the past year, so I think it's going to kind of fill up those gaps. Um, I'd love to see CG add in um, we can take characters all the way up to, to 12 before getting to seven stars. So we can just kind of finish off the gear, but that's, you know, that that's another piece, but I, I think put the gear piece aside, we're getting this territory battle that looks to be a ton of fun. And it looks like we're going to have a lot of really cool stuff coming out of this for a period of time. And, you know, Sarah and I have for, for a long time, have kind of always had this conversation and, 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 and uh, Voxen as well from, from under the hollow table, this idea that not everything is for everyone in the game. It's not. It's so really it's okay not. that the gear is going to, it might not impact yeah. me from that side. I get territory battles and I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about that. Like I get all this new content. And by the way, I get to run that content twice a month now where I used to only get to run it, you know, yeah. once with those news. So I, I think it's a, a great announcement. Um, you know, I the the last thing I'll say for it is, folks, let's not forget about the UX changes that was at the bottom of the road ahead that no one really reads. I mean, some poor developers spent a lot of time on those user interface changes. They wrote some release notes. We should we should acknowledge that they did some good work. I don't know what it said. I didn't read it myself, but you know. But I, I thought the the road ahead was great across the board, and I am I am super excited about kind of the next three to six months. Oh no, and and the I I did glance over that. There were actually some um quality of life things in here. Just it was like little things. It was like little little bits of icing on the cake. Like, you know, graphic update to all TB icons for combat missions, deploys, platoon. It's just little things that they yeah. do to try to, you know to it, just it's hard to add yeah. a little bit more to the game. But no, I, I completely agree. I think this road ahead was 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 spot on um kane let me get your last thoughts on this um how did you feel this road ahead was are you are you still jazzed about the game speak about your you know early to mid game player brethren and is is this is this good for you guys or do you have hope so i don't think kane was expecting you to kick it to him because i he got him 
walked away. And oh shit! shit. <laughs> well, I was I, I didn't even see that they left. Well, then I'll answer for him because I remember what it was like being a wee I lad do, back. I do back apologize. Over. I had to uh, I had to ghost. Uh, at life, we'll call it that. Okay, so I asked, um, because we're doing our closing thoughts, what you felt about the road ahead, the gear changes, how is this going to affect you, and what you're working on, and how do you feel about the game? Uh, I'll do that backwards, I guess. Uh, I'm loving the game. I'm having uh, I'm having a blast playing it. Um. And you know, fuck you, shard mafia. Uh, I will. I have to. Like you're trying to kick me out, but it ain't fucking working. I'm staying in there until you guys invite me. You're gonna see this face. Remember this fucking face. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm having a blast. I'm loving it. Uh, this new, the new gear changes are really gonna help me. I'm gonna gear up so many tunes so fast. I will say this, and this is probably going to disappoint some people. I may change my focus and just casually do my Star Killer. I may farm something else beforehand. What are you farming? I will, uh, you know what? I'll give people a reason to come back. I will, I will, yeah. let, when I finish, when I finish my gas. And I finished my JML channel. Yeah, when I finished gas and I finished my JML, I will drop what I'm uh, what I'm going, what I might be doing instead. All right. Well, I will uh, I will keep everyone appraised of my uh, job of progress. I'm. I'm one away. I'm I'm one. I'm one. it's it's driving it's driving me nuts. It's literally like I just want to wail on it and just get it over with and start it. But I'm not. No, I'm gonna finish bougie layout. So um once again, thank you folks for hopping in to the old man's cantina. Uh again, I'm your host, old man Logan76, and with me as always is the Immortal Kane. And again, I want to thank Pico Burrito the co-host of HNN. Um, real quick before we go, um, pimp your show. Let us know. I mean, let people know where they can find you. I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this, you know who he is. But, hey, um, Hollow Table News Network, solid show. Go ahead, Pico. Where can people find you? Actually, and, and I do want to actually talk very briefly. Uh, we're going to have a really big announcement next week on the show. So um, something that, something that, that um, Logan, you and I actually kind of talked about this a little bit a few months back, and, and I'm actively trying to work on it. So we're going to make an announcement about this next week. We teased it last week. I just wasn't quite ready. Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping this actually turns into something pretty big, but tune in. So you can find us. Uh, we stream uh, every other Wednesday on Celiac Sarah's YouTube channel. Uh, next week is our show. You can find us on the, you know, if you go to her YouTube channel, you'll find information on the HNN Discord. Um, you can also find us anywhere you find your podcast. We're, we're all over the place. But the, yeah. uh, the, the Hollow Table News Network. Um, but yeah, guys, I really appreciate you having in. And again, tune in next week. And, and fingers crossed, I think this is actually going to be pretty cool if, if, uh, if we can get the, the community behind it. So 
No, let, let us. Yeah, no, we will. We will be on board absolutely. And a hundred percent. If you folks don't know, congratulations to Celiac Sarah yeah. on very soon becoming a mom. That oh, is, yeah. she is going to be an awesome mom. I'm psyched for her. I'm a father of four myself. I know Kane has as as a bunch of kids. Um, that is that is awesome for her, and we we wish her the best. Yeah, so excited for her. Uh, absolutely absolutely a little nervous i might have to do a couple of shows by myself but i mean we'll 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 figure that out <laughs> hey you know we're always hanging out i mean yeah. you, i'm sure you can find us or some other some other you, you you'll you'll find somebody i don't think that's going to be a problem um but once again everybody thank you very much for tuning in to the old man's cantina we will bid you adieu it is time to go to bed i gotta work and the day after that i have a shit ton of turkey to eat dude and football to watch oh and for those of you that follow my sports page my picks for thanksgiving nfl action will be available to you before the end of tonight and i have some takes on the dallas freaking cowboys and the new york giants so stay tuned folks um once again for all of you that battle on the whole tables, thank you for listening to us, and good night and good luck. <laughs>